welcome to Mice Cast with your host, Greg. Sorry, Greg, <laughs> Mike, and Shaft. I'm st the crickets make You're me laugh. You're losing it to Greg's uh, live audience out there. His live audience. Yeah, we, <laughs> or is it a lack of live audience? That's why you hear the. Uh... <laughs> yeah, well, I'll stop talking. All here is the crickets. That's that's usually what like Bill Handel uses that all the time. Sometimes when he, yeah. he does a bomb joke, they play crickets. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome again so to another show of Micecast, and uh, we've got a couple emails we're going to cover tonight. Some old ones. If we've covered them and we forgot about them, oh well. Here we go again. Yeah. Um, and then really at the surprised? end of the show, we have an exciting announcement for a new um, a new thing that Micecast is getting into. So stay tuned for that I'm one, sorry. or just skip to the end now if you're bored with the rest of this. No, 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 um, no. They can't be bored with this. They have to listen to the whole show first. Okay. okay. How many right. people so, you really think are going to fast forward to the end to hear the, the announcement and then go back to the beginning? Well, if they do, I want them to email us and let us know okay. or go post in the form. <laughs> because now that we've tempted them, some may do that. Yeah, that's true. All right. So, dear Greg, Mike, and Shaft, uh, I'm going to get the thank you out of the way first. Thank you for plugging Walt Disney World, the full report. It is my favorite Disney guidebook, and I have read it four times. Well, Real. better better get the new one with comp you know comments by yours truly. Yeah. And uh, if yeah. you come to West heaven, Fest, I'll sign it for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On with the show idea. I have sent this request, or I sent this to request at micecast.com. And I realize that you never really mentioned that email. And since the site hasn't been updated since the B-List Buzz show. Oh, wait. Quick tangent. Yeah. MiceCast.com has been updated since the well, B-List Buzz you, show. Now, you got to remember, oh, yeah. I, I should have said this email was sent August 25th, 2008. <laughs> okay. But, still, <laughs> but I just updated, updated it like last August. week. So that's okay. <laughs> okay. So, so what's I, the date today? Yeah, today is January 27th. We have President Obama in office. 20, the 20, 20 days into the years of infamy. Okay. I, a show. Let's see. I've, now you got me all screwed up. Uh, see, uh, so since hadn't we... updated since the B-List Buzz show, yeah. I figured I should resend this here. So here it is. How about a show or a segment of a show where you talk about the crazy and or weird experiences in the park as cast members and guests? I think this would be a funny show to listen to. Sincerely, Ryan, or NSMB on the DPN boards. Huh. Okie dokie. Okay. He's got a longer name, but it's just, you know, so what? Fine. Uh, it says, P.S. I sent this to Greg because he never receives any email sarcastically. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that is uh, one. And then the other one, let's just read it now. That way we can just, you know, blend right into it when we need to. Okay. Is from Brad. Brad on the mitten. Hey, Greg, Mike, and Shaft, if he reads his email. Again, this was sent <laughs> back July 22nd, 2008. Uh, we, we are so backlogged or backed up um, uh, with email. We're that just sounds now like a personal problem. July 22nd, yeah. Well, Richard has that Shaft thing going, you know. So I think this is a perfect time for you guys to do a SeaWorld show as the recent InBev buyout to discuss the fate of all bush parks. So I think that you guys should do this show even if it's not at SeaWorld. And will you guys do the Notch show? Well, we did. <laughs> well, we, we did the, we did yeah, the we Notch the Hall Halloween, Halloween Hot. Show. Yeah, October yeah. 31st. We, we didn't really do a Notch show, so we probably really should do that show, but we did do the Halloween Hot Notch show. Well, right? it's, you know, something's we, we better really, than nothing. Yeah, we that really is, did that is true. Just, uh, talked about all the different things that Walter Not 
prior to the buyout. We just talked about okay, the... Okay, but uh, we're not doing that show tonight. So okay. on to funny things, weird things that have happened to you in the park while cast member or as a guest. So, Richard, you're full of a lot of stories. Not necessarily always true or accurate, but you are full <laughs> Of a lot of things. I like the way you just like hang on that word full. Um, so what would you like to be full of today? What what weird, funny, or exciting things have happened to you while in the men's restroom at Disneyland? <laughs> well, thankfully, nothing's happened to me in the men's restroom at Disneyland. Though that is one of our weird and funny stories if you go talk about the uh, Admiral. Why don't you tell us the story of the Admiral? Well, I don't know it in as intricate detail as you do, but I do remember when I got hired there, there was a guy who hung out on Main Street a lot who kind of looked like Popeye's dad. You know, he, he wore <laughs> clothes that he kind of looked like a sailor. He oh, had yeah. a very tight white beard similar to the beard of the captain of the Titanic. Um, and he smoked one of those kind of old... Sailor's pipes, you know, that had the big, wide, white uh, brim on it, kind of came down sort of like a Sherlock Holmes pipe, if you will. And he hung out on Main Street a lot, sat up there on that little porch down by where they cut out the portraits, uh, down on the yeah, uh, east uh, side, northeast side of Main Street. Philowitz shop. Arnold or Alfred or the old other old dude used to hang out. What was that correct, guy? Correct, correct. What was his name? I, uh, I don't remember. Arthur. Arthur, thank you. There's a whole, you know, Arthur died. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. It's been a while. That was an interesting individual. Nice, nice guy, but interesting. So this guy would hang out on Main Street. People would take pictures with him. They thought he was a character. Now, he didn't exactly push people away. He didn't exactly invite them. But he, anyways, was seen in the park for years. And this was before annual passes. So he, the guy spent some money to be in the parks. Well, there was word that he was needing some assistance doing certain things in the restroom. Oh, my gosh. You know, like, uh, excuse me while I whip it out. Uh, well, oh. he asked some little crumb crunchers to help him. And I guess he was finally caught in the act or they someone said something and people, I don't remember how they caught him or if they uh caught him red-handed or not but Red he was a, he was eventually kicked out of the park permanently because he was asking children to help him find something to help him go to the restroom yes oh now is, does the story vary any from that richard that you remember this honestly i i do remember the admiral um yeah description well, let, let, I should preface this before I'm, you know, accused of slander. Uh, this is all hearsay and stories. And when we didn't see him around the park anymore, this is what we were told yeah. happened. It, honest, honestly, this is the first I have ever heard of this story. I, I've, I know he didn't <clears throat> stop showing up around the park, but I never heard why. But, yeah, he, uh, he had been coming into the park, oh, Long, long, long time. I, I remember him all the way back into the 80s. Well, I uh, guess you could say, me love you long time. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, um, he had a real nice uh, classic, I want to say, uh, World War II style 
dress uniform, the silk jacket, silk and wool, and had two stars on it. So I don't know if that was actually his or just something he bought. In a pea coat. I mean, he, he really looked like Popeye's dad. I, I mean, that's, that's, and that's the best way I can uh, describe dad. it. And I, I do remember talking to him once. He said he was in the Navy. It, those were his stars that he earned. Oh, um, wait, wait. Two seconds ago, you said you didn't know if they were his stars. Now you're telling us you said they were his stars. Make up your stars. Get it right. Say, I, I am saying I don't know, but I'm saying he said they were. Um, and he said that when he had joined the Navy, he joined the Navy background in the teens, and they were still sailing when he his first ship was a, a sailing ship and then he immediately went into a gunboat of some sort oh so. come come on wait a second come on he come was in on. the navy put the, in the, in the, the freaking timeline together richard in, i mean i just saw the teens, a, a ship in, in in philadelphia that was a steamship that was used in the spanish-american war how the, old do you think the, this freaking guy was the battleship olympia thank you did you see it when you were out there the last time, by the way? No, I saw it when and I it, went to the Philadelphia the first time in like 1992 or something. Okay. As I know you went over to the New Jersey. When, when, so when did the Navy stop using sailing ships altogether? I have when, no idea when they stopped using sailing ships. When, when did the I, Army start stop using horses? I mean, even though even though they didn't need them, they were still around in a few places. They, ended up they, they still had cavalry in World War II. Oh, jeez. Well, hey, yeah. Uh, you know. Oh. Uh, Freaking Russia still rode horses everywhere because they were so backwards. But, uh, anyways, and the U.S. Uh, Army still had a it, cavalry unit. The guy swears he was on a sailing ship in the Navy, and hopefully hey, it wasn't I'm, a little I'm, dingy. I'm telling yeah, ship you, what powered he, by sails. The ship's powered by sails. Uh, there's only one of those left, as far as I know. Well, now, yeah, but that, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's okay, okay, that put that uh, 15 years ago. So it's in the mid '80s, and the guy was probably in his '60s. So put so, that oh, back. He had to be older than that. He was older than that. Oh, say, okay, say '70. That still only puts him back to like 1910 or 20. So if 1910, that means he was old enough to be in the Navy in you know 1928. I suppose I could you know whip out some googly here and. Don't be talking about whipping out. Less, well, you know, you started it, actually, to ask, talking about the Admiral whipping hey, something I, out. Oh, yeah, you, <laughs> I know he, he's all Navy excited now. You notice that, Mike, or Richard, yeah. Navy things really got him coming out, if you will. No, no, it's actually kind of embarrassing if this guy really was. Coming out? <laughs> well, you know, what, what you can't account for, and this is unfortunate in, you know, someone's older life, sometimes they just freaking lose it. And you, you just, you know, it's unfortunate. Yeah, it is embarrassing. Uh, if you know to hear that oh. your Navy compadre might have uh, done that, but again, if if he was losing it and he didn't know any better, supposedly he had trouble getting his zipper down. I'm not sure if he asked him to help oh, him God, do gosh. anything else, but he was having yep. trouble with his hands and all that. So, as I mentioned, I'm just relaying the stories that he told me that I listened to from him back in the '80s. Well, you're way so, too old. I got uh, a few stories to tell you. What from uh, you know? I'm just relaying the stories he told me. The story that you're telling me, this is the first I've ever heard of it, and your story is coming from, I'm going to guess, around 89, 90? Uh, yeah, maybe early 90s. I'm actually surprised. I no. thought we had talked about this before. But no. that's okay that you don't remember. All right, so let's move on to um, another story, Richard, that, that 
you said something that reminded me of that. It's not where I was going to go right away. It's not not exactly the way I wanted to uh, come out <laughs> charging, you know. <laughs> oh, geez, this is, this is going downhill really fast, I can tell. So what is this other story here, Greg? No, I said it, well, that's finished. I, that, you, you started oh, you, to talk, reminded you, you, me. You, you, I re- this reminded you of something else, and I'm just... No, 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 no. What you started to say reminded me of that. Now, move on. What what oh. story do you have for us? Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I am the first one to tell you. I, I got... What story the, don't you have for us? Go ahead. I don't have one right now. I'm trying to Oh, think. my God, that's hard to believe. All right, I'll tell you a story about my, my days uh, in plain clothes. These are the things. This is it's not necessarily weird, but it's one of those things where you just like to, you know, bitch slap a parent sometimes. <laughs> um, a an adult, and I use that word very loosely, I mean, was the, the try- technical definition of adult. Correct. Right. By age, he was um, an Over adult. Uh, he had his young child with him. He tried to scam the entrance and say that this young girl was under the age of three and she might have been but unfortunately his actions spoke louder than his words though they were fairly loud themselves and in the past we've talked about how the at Disney World they no longer have ticket takers very few of them at the main gate you know they're kind of bouncing around helping people who can't seem to figure out how to put one finger (laughs) on a little scanner Old okay. enough, old enough. He, he, you know, my last trip there, I think I had to use the finger twice in eight days. How how did you not use the finger? They, you stick it in, the car just zap through, and the light turned green. They didn't want you oh. to put put your finger. Interesting. So, anyways, we have a cast member at every turnstile that's open, which may not be many, but there is somebody there <laughs> when they're open. <laughs> <laughs> three seems, seems, seems to be getting less and less every time I go. I went the other night uh, to meet a potential sponsor for my other show, and DCA was closing at six fracking wow. o'clock on a Friday night. I, I was a little disappointed with that, but anyways. Wow. So, <laughs> but th- those cast members—they're like frontline security in a way. The 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 main gate ticket takers. I, I held them in high regard when I worked there. I don't know, Richard, you could tell me if they're any different today, but I really did hold them in high regard because we might have one or two security in the old days out by the ticket booths trying well, to watch everything, your, but you, you, you couldn't really watch, watch them all. So these guys knew what was going down, what was coming in the park. If they saw a potential problem, they'd give us a call. If they thought some kind of scam was going on, they'd give us a call. Well, anyways, this guy had his kid, was holding the kid, uh, and the, the ticket taker asked him um, how old she was. And I, somehow it got to us that he was belligerent. So he was brought into security, and he's holding his daughter. He was asked to sit down. He wouldn't sit down. And all the typical security stuff, someone is blocking his way to the pair of glass doors to get out. Unfortunately, our guys acted a little poorly also and tried to physically make him sit down while he, while he was still holding his daughter, which was not the greatest thing in the world. But bottom line, this guy left in a pair of handcuffs, and the young girl left with uh, a young police officer who she came in just to pick up the kid. 
and I just think that's a visual for that kid that may they may you know not forget though they were young it was traumatic she's ripped from his arms basically and because he became belligerent wouldn't cooperate kept yelling at everybody would not produce any ID for himself let alone you know try to answer anything for the kids you know it just got on it got messy and um, I I gotta say it's amazing how stupid people can get on something like that I just had one just the other day that was very similar to that just refused to do it refused to cooperate it's like fine you don't have to cooperate with me you can cooperate you know cooperate with you know I thought you were going to say copulate there for a second copulate yes no that's what he basically told me several times to do. That. <laughs> but, um, I, you know, was he, he that polite? <laughs> you can go copy um, yourself. I was, I, and, and I, admittedly, I have to guess at what he was saying because it was in a foreign language. But oh, okay. Wouldn't, wouldn't cooperate with, you know, then, you know, Anaheim PD comes in, won't cooperate with them. It's like, hey, you know, <laughs> we're trying to cut you some slack here, man, and just. He dug himself a deeper and deeper hole the whole time through. Yeah, well, I get all kinds of stories when you get into, like, working undercover and people who just were stupid. I mean, not that stealing isn't stupid, but they were so stupid about it. It was just so obvious. (laughs) Dumb criminals. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, geez. Um, I am remembering one story that came from a graveyard story. I think I might have mentioned it before on the show. Wait, wait, wait. Let's wait. Let's let's clear this up. Do you mean uh, the graveyard out on the island, or graveyard the shift that you work? Grave, <laughs> graveyard the shift. Graveyard <laughs> shift that you work on. And that would be eleven to uh, seven thirty well, in the morning. Eleven, 11 at o'clock at night until seven or in the morning. Twenty three hundred to oh seven thirty. How's that? Uh, Oh shit, that's early. Um, oh fracking guy, yes it is. Yeah. And you know your uh, body's just not meant to be up during those, you know. No, they're not. Two, three, it, three, four in the morning. It's, it, oh, well, okay. it's especially it's not when you adjust your weekend back to normal times. If you lived your weekends like you lived your week at work, it'd it be okay. You you adjust to it, but you don't. But who don't. did that? Who did that? <laughs> no. I, actually, I know a couple people that have done that, and that's the way. That's just the way they live their yeah, life. They, they, they didn't like have kids or something, because it's there's no yeah. way. And oh, I gotta tell you, some of those graveyard shifts, and it's in the middle of winter, and back in the days before there was a California Adventure when it was still a parking lot, and you, we had the uh, cars on display out there, so you had to be an officer standing out there watching oh, for, for the carpenter, carpenters' cars. Yeah, and. You're, you're just standing out there in the middle of nothing. No, 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 no. The, the worst one, Richard, was the Unoco lot and the old scooters that had the little snap-up side, you know, plastic side doors that, you know, you got, yeah, the, crap, least... you got the crappiest scooter if you were at the Unoco lot. And the wind <laughs> would blow through it. The water would blow into it. Um, that was like the crap shift of crap. Oh, well, I will say, yeah, you're driving through it, and there's this little panel that you – Right between your legs, there's this little panel that you would open up to be able to check the oil on the motor. And you notice right I, where he goes every time we've talking about this stuff. And he <laughs> has to drive through a puddle. Invariably, it, the water would spray up through there. Sounds yeah. like Richard drove through a lot of puddles on purpose. No. What, I to wash eat. something off or what? <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, you, you've got a weird thing going on the graveyard shift. Um, 
we had the, there was this young guy that was working on the graveyard shift. Now, um, over on the west side of Disneyland, that what, what used to be referred to as the West Street offices. These are a lot of your craft offices, your paint shop, your uh, uh, wood. Uh, what do you want to call it? The uh, the lumber yard. Lumber yard. Yeah, all the uh, the staff shop that does all the fiberglass molding. You have all these different shops going around the side, and then you have the fence line. And at that time, you had uh, West Street came right up to that fence line. Now it's the tram route. But back then, you had West Street come right up to that uh, fence line. And part of the job is you have to walk between the back of the building and the fence line through all that brush. Just make sure nobody's stealing something and trying to, you know, tuck it under the fence or vice versa, trying to bring something underneath or just flat out cutting through the fence. That's happened numerous times where people were just cutting through the fence trying to sneak into Disneyland. And this guy was calling in and he's starting his check to go down the fence line and he says oh i got this cat over here and you can hear him in the background while he has the keyed radio up and suddenly he starts screaming bloody murder nobody knows what's going on we just start everybody just bails out and everybody's running over to what's going on on this guy and it turns out what happened was this guy what he thought was a cat really turned and he went to bang up the fence just to scare the cat. Turned out to be some homeless lady that oh. was sleeping against the fence. And when he went to bang the fence, she jumped up and started screaming at him. He jumped back and started screaming back. So, in, so, in some I ways, mean, it was a cat, but I won't go there. <laughs> okay. and, but in the meantime, he left the radio key open, so we're listening to all this on the air. So Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's funny. Funny you should mention going through that fence, Richard, because I was standing on top of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I'd, I was up there talking to our lookout. I think I was forming that day, or could have been West Side and just was bored and walked up there. You know, I've been known to do that. Uh, we got a call for someone coming through the fence because the lookout on the Paradise, what well wasn't Paradise Pier Hotel at that time, Pan Pacific. Uh, Pan Pacific that someone was going through it. So I shimmied down the side of the building. We had those, you know, those ladders that go straight down the side. Um, half of it was sliding down, half of it was climbing. It was just, you know, trying to get down as fast as I could. Got over there and a guy, you know, a guy and a few people had got through the fence. And, you know, I'm telling them to stop and blah, blah. Well, one guy, one guy didn't cooperate. Next thing you know, you know, we got a 999 call. I'm taking this guy down. Got all and kinds you, of. You got, you got, and just for anyone that under, doesn't know, 999 is a de, in distress, need immediate help from anybody and everybody. Come help me. I'm in trouble, life and death at stake, and all that type of stuff. Life I, would, death. I wouldn't have put it quite that. But yeah, and basically, it's like a call out to anybody in the area to come help because you're in definite need of it. And, you know, that was it. This, this guy was bigger than me. I ended up taking him down, but he wasn't cooperating. And uh, it was just well, one of those things where down, I guess he wasn't cooperating. He, he moved in what seemed was an aggressive manner, which he swore he wasn't. He was just trying to leave. But um, to me, it seemed aggressive. So he ended up going down and eating some dirt. And then, you know, while I'm, you know, got him down, I'm calling for the. Uh, the backup, so it, it it all worked out in the long run. Plus, I think the guy in the the guy in the tower could see everything that was going on. So, you know, he in in a way had my back and had uh, also 
probably called in at the same time or maybe you know memory doesn't serve me so well and he called and i didn't because you know i was taking the guy down i don't really remember the those small little tiny what time of day was it uh this is probably you know two three o'clock maybe earlier it's hard it's, to say and someone's trying to break the wire at that hour Oh yeah, well you didn't have walk. to. There were there were holes all over the place. If you you know they'd go and what they would do to fix it, they'd you know just put some wire through and twist it, and then you know people just test it and and find the openings. It was it was almost a game, I think, more than anything. Yeah, that, that kind of reminded me of a time we had just a flat out brawl in the parking lot in the late afternoon. He had a number of skinheads that were just causing all sorts of problems, and when. A couple of security officers went to uh, tell them, you know, it's time to leave. It just broke out into a brawl, and they're calling for backup, and they're calling for Anaheim PD to back them up. And this one lone officer comes running out there into the middle of it, and he's just standing there while every, you know, people are tossing people every which direction all around him. He looked like Kevin Bacon at the end of Animal House, just standing in the middle of the street. Please remain calm. <laughs> just Kevin everybody. Bacon was in Animal House? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember him in there. He must have been young. Bending over, he's a guy. One of the guys bending over, getting spanked there in the. Oh, I, I totally. I thank totally you, sir. My, about that. Thank you, sir. I have another. Oh wow! I'm going to. Well, not that I want to see that scene, but I, that, I don't he's remember. The one that. The, he's the one that's he's in the ROTC, and he's well, the riots breaking out on the street <laughs> at the end. He's the one that's standing great. out in the middle of the crowd, going, "Please remain calm," and just losing it, and finally everybody tramples over the top of him. Oh, very cool. Well, that's a good story. Anything exciting at the uh, I got, I got ho hotel, one. Richard? I mean, uh, Mike, that you remember? Uh, that let's see. You know, see, when I first started working at the hotel, I worked graveyard shift, you know, uh, cashing out the restaurants. Well, pretty much anybody that started in any full-time position at Disney in that time probably – if, unless they, you know, by an act of God, saw daylight, they started in the yeah. middle of the night. Well, for for me, anything exciting was finding leftover food. <laughs> <laughs> leftover food that wasn't put away. That was exciting. That was that was exciting. Your switch from the young, skinny, baby <laughs> guy right, to right. the <laughs> well-fed, mature, older person. Yeah, yeah no, there was a. There was, your <laughs> there was a. Um, okay. You remember the old hotel grounds? It's about where either the ESPN zone or the or the Rainforest Cafe is sitting now. There is a there's a little three story building that uh, the all the Unoco shops. The old yes, Plaza yes. Building. Yeah. yeah. So you went downstairs. There was a little uh, right across where somebody was supposed to get married. Exactly. Yeah. That yeah. that that little building, but it had a couple. It had some sales offices in it. Right. It had the you're right. It had the Unoco. Uh, uh, lessy dudes, but down on the first level, there was a little ice cream slash cookie shop. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. 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 Well. They used to leave us, you know, they're supposed to put away all the extra cookies. They usually left uh, two or three out for us. Oh, oh, that was, that was on purpose then. Well, I, I, I hope I, that was my assumption because all the rats, <laughs> you know, you know, the, <laughs> God, that's a good question, but you know the you know those tall racks that you put the sheet the, yeah, the, the yeah. well they'd they'd all be empty with except one sheet with two or three cookies in it. 
And as your so, mother said, never waste food. You know, some poor kid well, you know, somewhere. You sniff it. You know, it smells okay. <laughs> you taste it. The, does it taste like it's got poison or anything? I don't know. So you, you, you did the, the Cheech and Chong test. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. like yeah he munched it on the way back to the to the office. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I didn't see. That was, that was a highlight for us. So yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think how low I want to take our show tonight. Um, oh, there's, a great, there's, a, there's a great many things that happened in the parking lot. Some we've, are hearsay. We've, we've alluded some are to it many times. What's that? We've alluded to these, these, these activities yeah. many times. You know, uh, uh, Richard can tell the graveyard story. We both have a few graveyard stories where, you know, people never left the parking lot and the the uh, car windows are steamed up and you, 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 you drive around your scooter around them, rev it a couple of times, turn on your, your cop lights on the top, trying to give them the hint that, you know, we know what you're doing and it, it's going and they don't, but there's a, a, there's a very famous story from some of the old timers. Uh, we used to have these gas powered scooters that you could put in neutral and just silently, you know, cruise up to the vehicle where the, I did that to one car one night because... Well, you know, it's not your story at the moment. But, you know, the, the newer ones that we had, though there were a few old gas ones still around when Richard and I worked there, the new ones we had were golf carts. So when you took your foot off of it, pretty much cruised to a stop very quickly. Um, but anyways, we've got a guy up in our, our Pirates of the Caribbean tower, and he's got his scope down on this car, and this girl's got her scope down on, you know... The guys, you know, whatever. Private areas. So, and, let's uh, just say the head drops out of view from the windshield. Well, and, and then it comes back, and then it drops out again, and then it comes back. Yeah, it's one of those things going on. So, as the officer who's going to make the approach, because you got to admit, this is the highlight of an all male crew. I mean, when I came on to Disney, there were two female officers, I think. That's, and they were old, hard type. You know, women, they, they didn't take any crap uh, from anybody. But regardless, the guys worked the parking lot. You, you rarely saw a girl in the parking lot. So as this guy goes to rap on the window, and they're all happy because you got the guy in the tower who's got, you know, the beat on him. you got a couple cruisers that have pulled up, and they're ready to, you know, catch them in the middle of the act. Right before he raps on the window, the door opens. And how should we say... She expectorates. <laughs> expectorates right on his shoe. <laughs> and it wasn't just spit. <laughs> How should we say it was something like drinking beer <laughs> in American pot? <laughs> okay. Um, so go on to your story now that I have finished my Story. That reminds me of the story. I told you the story of Pirates that reminds of the me of a time in band camp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, when it gets real slow at night during the winter, especially, <laughs> and they see couples coming on, what they'll do is they will. They used to. They can't do it so much anymore. It's not that slow anymore. But they would put a couple boats at the front that are empty, and they'll put a couple boats after the couple that are empty, so that the couple's alone in the attraction. Then, of course, what people fail to remember is we have cameras everywhere on everything everybody watches um uh what goes on in that boat okay, and not every attraction has cameras so let's not mislead everybody not yeah, everything has cameras 
but let us tell everybody just assume it's there. <laughs> no, and... no, let's not tell them that. <laughs> otherwise, we wouldn't have these great stories <laughs> anymore. So very similar. Um, there's not. Even... There's actually no cameras anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And no, they don't bother taping any of this. No. <laughs> um, boy, what tapes could we put on America's Funniest Home Videos? Um, yeah, no, yeah. they wouldn't take any of them. Oh, that's right, because it's ABC owned and that's Disney. They I don't know. How about how about the you know they're rated R or worse? Or worse. Well, this was rated X because it's the same thing. Uh, disappeared from view the um, before even the first drop. And by the time they got to the burning village, uh, the girl leaned over the boat and spat in the water. At what point the right operator uh, couldn't help himself, but he pushed the uh, intercom button and called down in, there's no spitting in the water, which brought the reaction of sheer panic on everybody's face, <laughs> the, the couple's face down below, and you heard this blood-curdling scream coming from inside the attraction. That's funny. I, I've got a variant of that, but it, uh, it, it, um, it's more like someone leaning over the rail. And I'll let your imagination go from there. <laughs> um, or I should say leaning over front seat to back. You know, that, forget yeah. it. Yeah, and that goes right into, I told you, I'm sure I've mentioned this story about uh, the old Monsanto adventures through inner space. E e even yeah, if you, yeah, you yeah, haven't, you're going to anyways. We've, okay. I know we've um, talked about this before. Yeah, the the uh, one of the great make-out rides. It was always rumored that there were no cameras inside there, but and it was always the great make-out ride. But this one guy actually had the audacity to ask the ride operator as he boarded the attraction, how long is this ride? And without batting the eye, without even taking a moment of pause, the ride operator looked right at him and said, 14 and a half minutes. Well, it's about six minutes. <laughs> and as they came out the uh, exit, everybody was watching because the guy was half undressed when they uh, came out the other end of the attraction. Literally. Literally. Right. Was half undressed. <laughs> so. Uh, I meant coming out the other end. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, now, we, uh, we used to get calls all the time for people out of bounds or out of their area. And this isn't as weird. It's just as much as education for those who immediately panic when they see someone of Arab descent going somewhere they don't think they should belong. It doesn't mean that they're dropping off a, a bomb or anything. Uh, in fact, most of the time, it just means that it's prayer time. So, of course, you know, we go running over there, and it's just the family unrolling. They carry a, a little mat or a little uh, carpet with them, oh, yeah. and, it, and it's time to do prayers. And they're, they're just looking for an out-of-the-way spot for privacy so they're not in the middle of the crowded park. And I always just said, hey, you know, Take your time. I'm just going to stand over here because I've got to, you know, make sure that everybody knows that you're not, you know, doing, doing anything bad. back here. So take your time and, you know, just, you know, where the exit is. And they were always very polite about it. But we, we used to get calls like that all the time. And it was so harmless. And this was well before. Uh, yeah, the, long before 9-11. <laughs> yeah, and the, the whole, you know, terrorist frenzy. Uh, yeah. But still, it's. Um, back in Reagan's days, too. Uh I don't believe I ever worked at eighty-eight. When that already been Bush's time? Where? When you came on board, yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. When I came on board, just yeah, I'm, I would, I'm, I'm not. I'm not telling the story before I came on board. I'm telling the story. No, I'm, is, I'm, I'm just saying this. I'm just pushing it. That that's been going on for oh, just for a long time. Yeah, long before any of the 
problems that ever, all the concerns that happen now. You know, yes. when when we started working there, Reagan was still in office. Oh, I uh, see. I remember him coming to visit when he was out of office. So that was in 1990 for the 35th anniversary. Yes, but yeah, yeah. I'm confusing that with the because uh, uh, we I hired in and well, we hired in what 88. 88 yeah. So, you know, uh, Bush Senior number 41 got elected in November of 88. Took office January of 89. So. Yep, yep, you're right. Okay, so let's see. Any other funny, weird... Well, you know, I had that one call when I went to the mansion on a, a graveyard shift in the middle of the night, and the custodial person at the mansion, and, and those times, I again, I don't know if it's still true, but a lot of the custodial crews at night worked the same areas all the time, and this particular woman worked the mansion, and she was not a woman that I particularly thought I'd want to mess with. She kind of stocky not fat i'm talking you know stocky seemed like the type that would hang out at the elks club at the bar and beat the crap out of guys who smarted off to her you know <laughs> you know so she wasn't you know not someone you would guess that would be scared but she met me close to the front door and said you know i'm hearing these noises down in the graveyard I don't, okay so you know i walked uh. <laughs> i walked the attraction versus going uh underneath came out after the bride and kind of wasn't even really saying hey you yet just kind of listening and i i said a few words and next thing i heard some scrambling what i'm figuring is somebody was doing the nasty down there and it was just spooking her out because she wasn't willing to go down and find out and uh people went away and it's no big deal but i'm guessing it was just you know some cast members getting it on down there also also you, you have the uh area underneath the graveyard. The graveyard's still a good six, seven feet above the floor. Yes, it is. So, you know, you got people walking and working down underneath. Yeah, this this wasn't walking and working, I can guarantee you. But yes, <laughs> potentially, you're right, Richard. You might have heard someone dragging their their little leg and their chains, you know, and their, yeah. their hump bumping into things and stuff. But yeah, no, I, this wasn't that type of thing. No, that's just like the uh, mattress that used to be up on top of the Tomorrowland Skyway because the, the, you could, from the uh, Skyway storage area, you can just walk up onto the roof and you had a couple that was making the, taking their uh, breaks and lunch making, time. I thought you were going to say making whoopee, like the old... Uh, <laughs> making whoopee uh, was up, on the, the, uh, up on top of the uh, old uh, Carousel of Progress and, well, back nope. then, America well, Sings. That wasn't the dating game. It was at the newlywed game, making whoopee. Cause yeah, you couldn't yeah. Say have, couldn't say having sex, sex on. Or any, other, or any other euphemism for Doing sex. the nasty. Knocking boots. <laughs> now they, they, they probably talk about positions on that show. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they probably do. Well, when was the last you... time you made yeah. love doggy style? You know, one's gonna say last <laughs> week. They'll say, "Don't forget." What about last night? Or you know, well, have have you ever seen uh, Mister was... and Mister and Mrs. Smith, the one with Angelina yeah. Jolie and uh, just one? And they're, they're they're in there with the the therapist. You know, when when's the last time you had sex? Well, uh, it's kind of like well, define sex. Uh, okay, <laughs> what? How many times this week? Well, uh, define this week. You know, are you talking at the, you know, and they just go through these, these little uh, questions that just, it's funny. The, the wordplay in that movie, I know you didn't like it that much, but the wordplay is very witty. 
do the whole thing. It's yeah, it's, yeah. The uh, the whole thing when they're driving the minivan and getting the oh, shit shot out of them. That that whole conversation <laughs> was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. You're talking about Newlywood Game. Uh, one of my favorite bloopers that they didn't show, but now they can show it on TV. That was uh, when the question of <laughs> where's the last place you had sex? No. That one. Where, where was the snow? <laughs> That blonde. Yeah, yeah. where's the last place you had sex? Or the most strangest the place? The most strangest place you had sex? Yeah, or something where's like that. The strangest place you had sex. Well, oh, back there in the green room. Oh, no, no, yeah, but well, she. They're all saying, you know, the other couples are saying outdoors or in the car, and she goes in the butt. What's her answer? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this show's real. Better put a rating on oh, this oh, we're one. To, okay, well let's we make the U-turn and. <laughs> Pull ourselves out of this one, cause what? I said, pull okay. ourselves out. That, what? <laughs> oh, your mind is in the gutter uh, today. Um, I, I'm not the one using these words. I mean, jeez. Let's, let's uh, go back to the old Disneyland hotel. I got I'll a good one. All right, here. You know, I I can help. I got a good story there. You talk about sailing ships. You know, in the Admiral. Okay. The Navy considers all ships commissioned after 1883 as modern ships and there's no listing for sailing ship after 1883 oh interesting so there you go so either richard's having a moment or that guy was already living in Uh, another world i'm just relaying the story of the man so i you know that's okay i'm you know the question is out there and you know the problem is is i relay stories that you tell me as well greg and People say that, well, Greg's just having his moments now, too. I'm sure they say that all the time, Richard. (laughs) Anyways, Disneyland Hotel, back with the uh, old monorail station before it was all rebuilt, and they put the uh, uh, Rainforest Cafe there when there was still the Embassy Ballrooms, and you had the monorail cafe, or what used to be the monorail bar up there. Um, And the travel port was down below that had all the little, uh, we had a couple airlines and car rentals. And Walt Disney, Walt Disney right, Travel you, had a call which, center there too. Yeah. Yep. Which right. at one time was the check-in desk for the hotel too. Yeah, down where the Embassy Ballroom area. No, no, no. Where where the travel port was. Travel at, port at, was it was a motor hotel, right? It was a motel. You're supposed to drive up and check in, and then drive around your, to your room. So, when you got off the monorail, they funneled you down towards the back of the train, and then you had two turnstiles you would go through which narrowed down into one turnstile and then you would turn the corner and go down the stairs down to ground level well this one guy thought he'd be real smart so he came trotting by and he saw everybody going through the turn two turnstiles and kind of spreading out so he <laughs> hopped over that wall and he sees the one turnstile and he's like forget this and he hops over that wall not realizing the stairs is 10 feet away, and he has just open space to the driveway 10 feet below. <sighs> so when he hopped over the wall, he went right over and right straight down into the driveway 10 feet below. Did he bust anything? Oh, he busted a couple things on it. He survived, but People he didn't st- like it. <laughs> he did not like surviving that one. Well, because he was a dumbass. Well, yeah, he thought he was being real smart. He's going to bypass all the turnstiles. Oh, that's fine. Okay, Mike, you said you had another one. Well, I mean, it's not really a, a crazy funny story in the terms of someone doing something stupid. It was a, it was 
trying to enforce or watching people trying to enforce a crazy policy. Um, well, describe had, what the crazy it, policy is. It had to is. have been the summer of 89. The policy was that the monorail from the hotel to Disneyland was for hotel guests only. And they had one of those concierge girls. Remember the concierge girls? The, were, I the, just were, don't remember a time when they, they wouldn't let there was just anybody no, with a... They tried it is, for... I was there. Wow. I, I, you know, I, no, I, I totally believe you. I just don't remember because they, they had a ticket booth up there where they sold tickets. Yeah, yeah. Well, for a while, they had one of those concierge girls at the bottom of the stairs standing under her umbrella and asking people for room keys. I do remember that. Asking oh. people for room keys and um, they'd be like, what? Excuse me, are you a guest at the hotel? Uh, no, I'm not. Well, then there's a there's a ho there's a tram right over there. The tram stop. They'll they'll be more than happy to take you to Disneyland. And well, I we'd remember like, it. What... We'd like to ride the monorail. Um, do you have a hand stamp? <laughs> you know, I mean, it was, you know, if you had if you were not already, it's like a twenty question thing, right? Well, I mean, basically they want it for hotel guests or if you're well, returning to Disneyland. But that's uh, kind of like going into the back of uh, DCA. You're supposed to be a hotel guest or yeah. have gone out to use those rest yep, restaurants yep. and come and back. Come yes, back. yeah. But yeah, it was uh it was like th two weeks, three weeks and you know, I'd be hanging out there chatting those visiting with you know one or two of those girls out there, right? And witness people this is your pre nuptial days. Oh, of course. I don't think you ever specified that, but uh... <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I was working at the hotel. But, I said, I already said it was, it was the summer it, of '89. Yeah. No, yeah. I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. But, that he never said he wasn't there. Yeah. Well, but it was, just in case you're we, wondering we, why we, I was there know, witnessing. We know better than that because yeah. we've been to places where he was scared to be caught on camera. So. Hey. <laughs> uh, uh, happy wife, happy life, right? <laughs> that's true men are so emasculated <laughs> these days uh, you start on tv i love tim allen very funny show he had but when you start looking at kind of the history of tv and what the uh, the father used to be portrayed as when we grew up to what the fathers are portrayed at now a much much different way that the guy is viewed you yeah know. he Back then, the dude worked, came home, dispensed justice. That was it. Oh, well, yeah, that yeah. had some wise words. Today, he's a bumbling idiot, and the, the woman's the smart one. Of course, all the women out there going, well, yeah, they finally got it right. But, you know, <laughs> in, in a lot of ways, they've emasculated the modern father as, as this bumbling idiot, though those shows are funny. You know, you got uh, – yeah. uh, what? what's, what's the one uh, – the, the modern one now with uh, – uh, the dead guy's brother. Oh God, why am I losing dead names? Guy's brother. Uh, yeah, Belushi? from Anna, B Belushi. Oh, funny oh, show, but he's Jim. always doing something dumb. You Black know, but he's rebelling. Yeah, according to, but he's rebelling against being emasculated. That's why he gets into trouble. Well, that's true. Did you ever see the one when they went to go hunt for the turkey? No. And the turkey <laughs> shot him in the ass. No. <laughs> Very no. funny show. I don't watch it regularly. I catch it like on is repeat. Still, or is it still on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is still on. Oh, okay. Or you know, everybody loves Raymond or any uh, of these. The, the guys are always, you know, yeah, they're they're, scared, they're somewhat yeah. scared and in trouble. And you know, we grew up with what, like my three sons, uh, Brady Bunch. Although the Brady Bunch was on the kind of the cusp of going the other way, he was still the father in charge and the mother yeah, yeah. supported. And he still dispensed you know. the justice. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, anyways, that's a side topic. So going back to the the hotel and you're talking. All right. Anyway, so anyway, so I'd be visiting, chatting, whatever, and you know they'd be having to deal with irate customers. How, how come I can't ride the monorail? I was able to ride it last week or last time. I'm sorry, sir. It's now for hotel guests only. So that was just witnessing them trying to defend what was. And these poor poor girls were probably taking a tongue lashing from these no people. No kidding. Too. You know they're making their eight bucks an hour. Yeah. Probably thinking no freaking jobs worth this crap, but it didn't last long. I, I'm, I'm fairly certain that they shut that off before the summer really got into full swing. And that might have been exactly why they were doing it at that time, trying to test the waters of, uh, uh, of how it would work. Because potentially, you know, the parking lot was probably being taken up by people who weren't, re- you know, guests at the hotel. There's, uh, you know, that's a multi-stage problem you got going there. And uh, it seems kind of dumb. It's like the back door to DCA. I know some cast members that won't even try to go in there. And I'm like, come on, I always go back this way. They never ask for a room key. And if they yeah. say anything, I'll just, I just say at the restaurant over here. I've never been asked. As an annual pass holder, you don't have to get your hand stamped anyway. So that That is true. But they could ask you for, you know, well, have you been in today? Uh, well, no, the machine will tell them. Well, oh, that's go, true. They'll, they'll, they'll go, bling. It. No, you haven't. Or... Woo-hoo. Yes, I, you have. Like say, never been asked. No, never been no, challenged no, once. No hairy eyeball or anything. Yeah. Well, quite frankly, I think the average cast member making eight or nine, ten bucks That's an hour doesn't want to be doesn't want to deal with it. No, you know they, they don't get paid enough to deal with that crap. Exactly. All right. So what the, what else are we going to talk about today? Uh, we were going to talk about SeaWorld. Are we, have we run out of fun no, and witty stories? Yeah. Well, I, you know, we just, we don't want, we want to leave something for the segment. The this future? Is, well, the segment that this is supposed to be spawning, right? Oh, well, no, that's, I don't know if this one's particularly spawning it, but at the end of the show, we will talk about okay. uh, the new the new venture that we're going to take on for you, our listeners, uh, as a service well, to the public. All right, so. well, I'm just saying, you know, we've been, we've been, how long have we been chatting? About 45 minutes. Okay, but, so let's go on to the whole SeaWorld BS that we can, you know, we should have probably contacted someone we know that works there, and we do know somebody, but that would be almost tantamount to research. research yeah, yeah. Not and everyone be accused of doing yeah. that. Um, so anyways, do we care that MBEV bought out? Well, they didn't really, they didn't buy out. Bush Gardens. They bought out Anheuser Busch, which Correct. in turn which owns operates Bush Gardens. So they actually bought out the whole chain, the whole brewery, and everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a whole wow. a wholly owned, wholly owned subsidiary. Um, Anheuser Busch is a wholly owned. Oh, you should see their website now. It's AB InBev. <laughs> you know I, what surprised Patent Enterprises. What surprised me in the beginning of all this was yet another American company that sold out to a foreign company, which is not necessarily that surprising, but Anheuser-Busch was the largest American Brewster. Yes. The American Brewster for... So why, if you're on the top, unless the family just... I I think it was still family-owned when they sold out. The family just wanted to cash out and just say, screw it, I don't want to deal with it anymore. I mean, they're they're the large. I think they were the largest in the world, let alone just the states. Now, obviously, if they were adding InBev or InBev taking it over, will just make them a uh, a giant. The the big question is, will they 
phase anything out? Will they now do they just have a way to brew theirs here? You know, what is their end goal? I don't know. Don't really uh, care. Uh, well, but I'm just kind of curious. Here's a question. I, I think you know this one, Greg. I think we kind of bumped into it a little bit, and it's kind of just a tangent. When Knott's Berry Farm was sold out to, uh, what is it, Cedar Parks there? Yes. And uh, that was sold from the family to them. Did they sell the entire company out, or do they still hold on to any, like, the uh, packing plant or anything like that? To be, what- to be honest, I don't know. It didn't happen when I was there. I've never really looked into it that much, but I'm pretty sure they sold it in whole. But, you know, you can kind of, I didn't know this until, well, it's been a couple of years when I found out because I was doing some research for that other show I do, that when oh. um, Disney in the modern era, this is under Eisner, uh, purchased uh, Retlaw from the Disney family. That they didn't sell all of Retlaw. Retlaw still maintained some of its holdings, but Retlaw only. It kind of answered some questions why we never saw certain things around the park. Maybe like a statue of Walt. Retlaw owned the rights to his image. Image. Thank you. And I think it had the might have had the copyrights to his signature. There was a and you know we had that big change. Uh, was that mid eighties or? Uh, early 90s under Eisner when the logo changed we saw the statues come out uh, and I, I don't I can't say that it was tied to that but when I was reading up on Retlon what they owned and what was sold back and then of course uh, Roy made a big fuss that they were buying it and it wasn't that they were buying it but how much they were paying for it uh, they really paid through the nose uh, to get that but if it is truly what allowed them to change their logo uh, get, you know, the uh, image rights. It probably was worth it in the long run because the branding that they've done with the logo and the image and all that today, I think, has worked out in the long run. But uh, I don't know. It could be a similar thing, Richard, where they held they held on to you know the packing and the the uh, what is it the 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 drink and the the pastries or whatever they are the. I'm, I'm just kind of – it was just kind of a tangent on there because I was just curious because I thought I had remembered that the the, the family held on to the berry the business. Or the they, they just sold the park and then – but then suddenly, you know, you just don't know. And then with this, it's the entire – it's not the parks going to one section. It's not the uh, brewery going to another section. It's the entire kit and caboodle going to one company altogether as a, a complete package it just is kind of an interesting yeah you know i'm not sure because you know you don't see anything I, everybody knows that cedar park runs knots now i think pretty much anybody that's in the know who or care and i believe you even actually see cedar park's names i want to yeah. say you saw it in the park or something but you don't see it on the um i keep wanting to say berries but the little uh packages of uh condiments or uh, okay the the the, the, jams store, the, and the jams and jellies. You don't see, like, you know, a product of Cedar Fair. Maybe they just don't do it. They leave it as, as a Knott's branding. Because, fa- you know, in fact, that Knott's branding, a lot of people never even knew there was a theme park attached to it. They knew it as just the jams and jellies of Correct. this Knott's Berry Farm, wherever the hell it is. Uh, but they had no idea that a theme park went 
with it. Right. You know, connected to the, to it at all, or was had the same name, Knott's Berry Farm. So it's kind of an odd little thing. But back to um, SeaWorld, uh, I'm, you know, we'll, I guess we'll, time will only tell if InBev plans on operating them or putting any money into them in the long run. I think it's too early to tell what the heck's going to go go on. And I don't know if there's been any major announcements. I haven't really paid attention, to be quite honest. Uh, I know uh, the SeaWorld here is still open, so that's all I've really worried about. But. So oh, well, much, uh, we know. Okay, here's something that, that's recent. I knew there was something rattling around the back of my head. Um, they, You know, they used to get free samples at the Bush Gardens. Beer samples. Yeah, no more. Well, that also could be a matter of... Um, the economic times right now not or did that happen immediately after they were no sold? no it just happened uh, a couple weeks ago and bush gardens employees of legal drinking age long no longer will get two free cases of beer a month huh oh well no wonder they had a bunch of alcoholics who never showed up to work probably <laughs> <laughs> oh here here's a little blurb the new company anheuser-busch inbev is expected to sell the theme park division's 10 parks and focus on making and selling beer Okay, so they're going to get out of the theme park industry. Yeah. The bigger, so, okay. Oh, you know what? That does, now that you say that, I, that is, you're right, uh, kind of clearing the cobwebs. The, I think the question was going to be, who's going to buy them up? Will it be a Cedar Fair? Would it, you know, would Disney be interested in them? Uh, I think that was floating around. Now that you mentioned that, it's, it's sparking some, some, some thought. Well, throwing uh, that out, what do you think? Do you think that would be a good, uh, something good for Disney to get involved in? No. No. Why not? Not in Orlando. Well, you know, it, it would just expand their their domination or of dilute. Orlando. And also dilute. I don't know if it would dilute. People are looking for that fifth park, right? They're looking for well, that. Okay, that well, other you know that thing. Discovery well, Cove thing, right? They're, yeah, you're right. The Discovery Cove fits in with their high end, you know, $500 ticket niche park thing that could take care of that. I, I can see Disney being interested in part of it, but not necessarily. All of it, you know. Like I say, the 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 operation in Orlando will be close enough to make it all work together. Now, the one here in California, they're they're not close at all. Not that that has to be close, but I'm thinking they can make it work in Orlando far more than they could uh, tie it in. Because here you'd almost compete, right? Because you'd have people have to drive so far. It's a full day. Well, you almost want to stay overnight and enjoy some of San Diego. In Orlando, you're close enough that. You just—it's a day trip. I mean, it's not. I'm not really. Ten minutes away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I could see that working. Well, well, let's throw into this way with uh, SeaWorld in California and San Diego Mission Bay. If I remember correctly, SeaWorld does have rights to a number of the. I should. The SeaWorld Park has rights to a lot of that land and be able to put landfill out there. Would that be something that might be advantageous to the future of Disney if they wanted to build? something uh in addition to it something similar to uh, disney seas which was originally supposed to be long beach california yeah. now they can put that down in mission bay and they can expand their like mike say uh, the, like the, you the, thinking, expand their uh sharehold on I, uh, think, I think the thought is good i i don't even if they may have rights i uh, filling in mission bay in this environment right now i i and i don't mean the economic environment i just mean the uh, wacko left environment in California. I don't think <laughs> filling in the bay is going to find much support. Well, it's not. Uh, it's not filling in the bay. It's just you have landfill rights along 
the bay area there where you can we'll see landfill bay that similar. means you fill part of the bay in yes but you're not you're not eliminating the bay you're no I, I i understand that but you're still filling in uh i i don't know yeah you never know it's it's not a bad idea richard don't get me wrong i'm just saying i'm not sure in the current environment if that would go over but far as disney that that separates them now it's, it's still their money right so it's not like they would lose but you know i don't know and plus you you've got one in texas to operate right uh isn't there one in uh i thought there was one in the northeast or uh I don't well, know I where think it's in Ohio, isn't it? A uh, Bush Gardens, SeaWorld, uh, SeaWorld, SeaWorld in Ohio. No, no, no. There's no. There's there's SeaWorld Orlando, uh, Bush Gardens, Tampa Bay. That that Adventure Island, which I think is also Tampa Bay. Where's Aquatica? Well, see, there, where's I'm trying to a, think. There's another a, thing. You got you got Bush Gardens running two of two amusement parks in Central Florida that are far apart from each other. You get SeaWorld, which has been there. Yeah, SeaWorld has been there for a long, long time. In fact, I think uh, uh, Jaws 3D was filmed at yeah. SeaWorld Orlando. Plus, they've, in Tampa, they've got the what used to be the Dark Continent. I don't know what they call it today. Um, That's Bush Gardens. Yeah, that's that's Bush Gardens. what they call it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. San Antonio and, is the other SeaWorld you're thinking about. That's Texas. I said that. I thought there was yeah. an additional one. Yeah, um, that's what I'm... Now, you guys, Richard might remember this. I don't know, Mike, if you would remember this, because I always kind of forget when you came to our fair state or how much time you spent here as uh, a ute. Um, but there a used what? to be a ute. What's a ute? Well, ute. <laughs> uh, but close to your old digs with, with your uncle, there used okay. to be a Bush Gardens theme park. Yes, at the Van Nuys at the Van Nuys plant. Yeah, you I'm remember sure. that? And it's that, that it started that, out that as it started out as a brewery tour. Yeah, yeah so it, it had a it had a mon hanging monorail. Yep, yep. And then it's yeah, then, right. I'm on the SeaWorld site, Orlando, San Diego, Antonio, uh, San Antonio. I thought there was one more, but regardless, yeah, they used to have the Bush Gardens uh, brewery tour. We started as a brewery expand. tour, yeah, and then the yeah. Yeah, the gardens, then they had a flume ride, then they had an Avery, then they, they had a fun house, and then and they, they, they kept it. adding things, <laughs> and then, bam, it closed down. Yeah, that sucked. I remember, okay, in fact, that's where I still have my Budman stickers that I got as a, a ute. And you got to know I was probably under the age of 12 by then, and I didn't turn out to be a drinker because of this advertisement called well, Spudman, I think, wasn't it back then? Or Spudman. Oh, Spud. Not no. not Spud McKenzie. They had the they had this like Superman type kind of character, and I still have the sticker somewhere. That's because I used Budman. I think it was pretty, Budman. Budman. Yeah, Budman. He, and I yeah, still have that. He had his yeah. I got some of that stuff too somewhere. That's why I argue you know, the whole Spuds McKenzie ad, and they complained that it was just advertising to kids. Well, you know, yeah. grow up and have a set. I just because I had Budman didn't mean I turned into an alcoholic. So. Okay, here's all the parks. There's three Sea Worlds. There's San. Antonio. We just said that. We, if you were listening, we we both Did you just said what the different parks were and where they are. There's Bush yes. Gardens in Williamsburg. Nobody mentioned that, and Sesame Place on a Sea World. We said Sea World. Yes, but we were trying to figure out was there a fourth Sea World? Right, and there's not. We already yeah. said that. But you said that Bush Gardens does have some other parks. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, no, I thought Mike was right too. I thought there maybe that was a Marine Land that was up in Ohio. I thought there was another Oceanic 
park is. There is one in Northern California. It's not there's, a SeaWorld, though. There was a Marineland Africa USA in Vallejo. There is still a Marineland up there. It's not Marineland Africa USA, but there is a Marineland or something. I think they um, took the animals out. Yeah, but I believe the sea part is still there. Because I recently asked someone I know that lives up that way, and they said it was still there. So. Wow, I don't, you know, I'm, I, I found this guy who's rebuilt the uh, Van Nuys Brewery Tour and Roller Coaster Tycoon 3. Oh, yeah. And I'm looking at these <laughs> pictures, and I'm like, I don't remember half this stuff. They had a huge lake and... Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, huge. I mean, the grounds were really pretty large. There wasn't a lot of attractions. I mean, yeah, I remember the flume ride. I remember a fun house. I remember some bird bumper cars, the I bird Avery, the, the bird yeah. shows. Yeah, things like that. Well, then, you know, we also had the uh, – I know Richard remembers this, this again, Mike. I'm not sure. The Japanese uh, deer park in Boynton yeah. Park. Right down the street here. No. You don't the remember that park. one? No. Carla, now, Yeah, it's right in the edge of the freeway. Oh, yeah, there it is. It was, um, it wasn't very large, and they had, of course, you could feed deer, and I think they had a couple water shows. Uh, you know, I might be mixing two different parks. There were, there were a so lot of little parks that, dolphins. yeah, and a lot of, there were a lot of little parks around here for a while like that, uh, and these odd places that now seem like, why would they ever have a, theme park there but just think if disneyland had went away 10 years ago and it got developed you thought they had a theme park here right yeah. in the middle of the suburbs you know like, yeah. it'd be that be yeah. that kind of a and that's what the japanese deer garden place looks like i go by it now i'm like this is where the deer park was this seems like and a it, dumb place and you know if you take a look at it from today's standpoint too the deer park was rather small it looked oh, like very small very small yeah so. And I think part of the reason it closed, I believe some of the deer uh, got some disease or something. They had some animals were dying yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, they, they had some kind of problem they just couldn't fix. And, you know, I think attendance was probably already heading the wrong direction by that time. But at that time, Buena Park had a lot of stuff going for it. You know, they had the Wax, the wax Museum, which just recently closed in the what, last five years, maybe six years. A couple of years. Uh, there was a car museum, a pretty large car museum off of uh, uh, Orange Thorpe can't remember what it was called now uh so that, there was quite a few things going and i mean knots in its heyday was uh, quite a park i mean it was small but it was well attended the attractions were taken care of the food was awesome now you've got a park that is okay attended the it seems like the price keeps going down the food sucks about the only thing going for it is the uh chicken dinner restaurant it's it's still good uh, not quite i don't yeah. think it's not the level it used to be but it, it's decent uh, and it's it's really suffered. It's really too bad uh, the not family thought Disneyland would change it so much. Well, look what happened. And their legacy is pretty much, you know, swirling yeah. around the bottom of the toilet bowl. <laughs> they don't they don't they don't even have a floater in there. I mean, it's just a bunch of sinkers. Uh -huh. <laughs> don't hold back. What do you really think here? Well, this guy really must have liked this park to create all this stuff in. Uh, uh, he must have had some serious. Photo documentation, though. Yeah, uh, it's actually it's pretty cool. I, I, I would. There's a lot of people have created a lot of these old parks and rides in this. I, I guess I need to learn how to do this. This looks like fun. All right. So, anyways, um, Bush Gardens is a Disney thing. I, I obviously they could do it. I think. I think they've got the 
the hushbah, the hushbah, the, the balls, the whatever, the gravitas to do it. Would they want to? Would it fit into their their business model? I don't know. I think I'm, they got their own fish to fry. To be honest with you. Yeah, I never thought they'd do an animal park. Period. And then here, you know, I, I have to admit, I was not a fan of the whole animal park idea when they announced they were doing the uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom. They've done an excellent job, but considering that all the bad press they got from Treasure Island, which turned into Discover or Discovery that turned into Treasury, I always get them backwards. But that one island across from the uh, Fort Wilderness, and there were excuse me, tales of abuse and stuff in the local papers. And I thought, oh, this isn't going so well. And now they're doing, excuse me, a full animal park, which is pretty much what's down the road at Tampa. Which, which, Though, is, which was you know. funny because, you, you're, yeah, I remember hearing those stories of the of all the problems they were having on the island. Yet at the same token, you take a look at uh, some of the zoological magazines that were out at the time. We're talking about a lot of their conservation efforts, and the uh, it was even in the Book of World Records the last uh, the act, actual disappearance of a species uh, species of bird, the dusty sea, dusky seaside sparrow, where they were trying to re reintroduce and everything, and they were getting all these accolades for trying to uh, get this one species of bird, you know, reintroduced back into the wild, which didn't work but it was you had both sides of the story coming out from the same place yeah you know sometimes you know the press i think many times is looking for the bad on any big successful company that's that seems to be the press's way even you gotta say even obama now is not getting press love in, in some <laughs> way so he's uh, not feeling the love anymore he well he will feel it again i think but he he can be cantankerous when People ask him the questions he's not ready to answer for yeah. because no one's told him how to answer yet. So, you know, I I tend to find the press will do this. Disney's the Disney's the top dog, so we're gonna bash on them, right? Like McDonald's is the top dog of fast food. So what's wrong with McDonald's? Oh, their food's fattening. They they don't have any healthy choices. You know, what can we do to rake them through the coals? You know, SUVs yeah. for the top selling cars for well, what? What can we do to show how bad they are and killing the environment? <laughs> No matter who's on top, they got to get raped and pillaged by the press. Well, the press doesn't feel like they're doing their job, I think. That's just my opinion of the press, but um, it does seem like that, right? Do you do you see these same kind of complaints about uh, Knott's Berry Farm, for example? No, because no. they're not leading they're anything. Not on they the suck. radar, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Six it? Flags? No, you hear when people die at Six Flags. Um, oh, speaking of dying, uh, didn't we have uh, Crush Boy? Yeah, from, Crush Boy, yeah. Uh, from the, Roger Rabbit, he yeah, died the, today. Yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday. he was 13, but... What, uh, January, that'd be January 26th. And I, I don't... I'm facetiously saying Crush Boy, but this is the young child, or was a young child... Yeah, he was like four. Four on Roger Rabbit, which shut that right down, changed the way it, it operates now, and some of the additions that maybe new people don't realize are additions to the ride vehicles. Uh what the press is not saying right now, it's not whether or not it's from um, complications that have been long standing since the crushing, or if for some other reason he croaked they, or died. Okay, they had showed news footage of him. Um, I don't know when it was taken when the you know the talking head was giving the report that you know this boy has gave his name, you know 
but he didn't have his own mobility. They showed his room and he had a full on uh, hospital bed, you know, the fancy hospital bed there. Oh, you're saying it's since the time of his his unfortunate accident, because it is unfortunate. Yes, I, yes. I'm not trying, trying to make light of it. But since then, he has not, I don't let's say, had a normal life. I don't think so. No. Did no, he? No. Did he prior to that? I don't know the answer to that question either. That's a that's a good question. My, I mean, the kid might have already been having problems. I, I don't yeah. Don't take no, me wrong. My, special before that. I don't know enough about it. So my my understanding was he was just your normal, happy-go-lucky four-year-old prior to the accident. And because the accident, uh, it deprived his oxygen, his brain of oxygen. This is what I remember reading on it. And that really, that really sucks, and that's really tragic. Uh, yeah, now, is, the, the big question, you know, even if Disney was wrong or if they're not wrong, it doesn't matter really who's right or wrong at that point. That's a, that's a tragic thing to happen to a young child. And I'm sure there was an undisclosed settlement already. Oh, yeah. Uh, now that the child has died, I don't know if that will bring that back up again but we all know the way the ride used to operate and the way it does operate now and you wonder how that could have ever happened i tend to slide to the point of parents not watching their kids just simply because i watch it every day where uh, people just you know let their kids run amok we, we when i grew up it didn't seem like we had that as much i don't know Maybe it's just you know those well, uh, beer beer goggles on that it was better back in our day, but wasn't not... wasn't a contributing factor that the bar didn't like go all the way down to help hold him in because the person he was riding there, with was that could be said on almost every attraction. Now, Mike, I, I know you've done this because I've done it and Richard's also done it. We're we're tall guys and large. <laughs> some might consider us large in addition to being tall. <laughs> when take an attraction that is saying? another. Att Another tragic attraction at the Tragic Kingdom that has brought death and dismemberment to more than one individual. You're talking Big about Thunder Big Mountain. Thunder, yeah. <laughs> okay, when you ride that attraction with your young child, are you not concentrating more and holding them in through the whole ride because you're worried that they're sliding around and bouncing up and down because that lap bar only comes down so far. Well, it comes it down. Stops, to, yeah, it stops at my belly, and they're still they're flopping still, around loose. Five yeah. or six inches or more of space. What 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 we have done since then is I make the kids ride with each other and I sit behind them. Uh, to be quite honest, I pro at that age I wouldn't trust that either. I would rather <laughs> hold, you know, have them set to me. Yeah. I end up, what I what I find I have to do to feel comfortable in that attraction, anyways, is I sit down and I cross my legs. Feet. Yeah, yeah, which Backwards, lowers yeah. my the lap bar and then it's it's a, it's a little better but my kids are big enough now i don't have to worry about it but at the time that's how i would would do it to get the thing down i just keep my arm around them i you know i think that attraction could use seat belts personally we've only had the one tragic event and that had nothing to do with the lap bars it had everything to do with every other possible thing that could go wrong <laughs> yeah. yeah but no but, but Roger Rabbit was I'm I'm pretty sure he what contributed to him being able to fall out was he was riding with someone who was larger than him. Well, actually, there is the story, and I'm going to emphasize this. You know, I have no knowledge, uh, you know, no direct knowledge. As to, knowledge the, factor, of this. This as to just, the factualness of your story? As to the factualness of the story. There is the story that I have heard that I was told 
that apparently, okay, if you remember I, on I the attraction, that just packs everything up because we give him such a hard time that he yeah. spends two <laughs> well, minutes you know, of this. That's okay. Standard, standard shaft standard, disclaimer. Go on with your standard. story. If you remember on the attraction, it goes out in two car segments. You have two cars that are attract, att attached to one bus. And what I was told was that he was sitting with one parent in one car and was fidgeting and wanted to be with the other parent so that they decided to hand him over between oh. the cars while the ride was in motion. And he ended up slipping between the cars while he was being now, handed. If that's, if that's true, I then heard, parents... I heard something like that, too, because, you know, part... They added a few things on that. Try something between them. Uh, there, yeah, the, there's 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 a the skirt that goes around the base of the uh, vehicles. Um, there's also yeah, there's something that sits between them to keep them basically to separate them a little further or something like that. How stupid do you have to be, really? But I, this, I, no, it's it's just all around tragic, dumb, and even if the parents blamed Disney and got money, which maybe part and partial they could say, look, they should have made sure that, you know, in the event someone oh, yeah. is a total dumbass, this couldn't happen. You know, in the old days, you would have looked at the parents and said, you're a dumbass. We're not doing anything for you. But Disney, I'm sure, came up with out. a settlement. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to know internally, unless those their parents are extremely uh, inbred, are having a tough time living with themselves because they truly know what they did and how they caused it versus oh, yeah. Disney being at fault. So in, in a small way, there probably is justice that these parents are being eaten alive by this, you know, pretty tragic event. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm sending you this, uh, <laughs> this link. Look at the name of this place in Tampa. Uh, Boma. Boma? Bush Gardens, Tampa, 1960s map, Boma map. Click here for the regular park map. Was this part of the uh, Dark Continent? Is this what they called it before? Before it Dark, Dark Continent. Continent. But Boma. There's, there's Sam the Eagle that was always the uh, Bush oh, Gardens. Oh, yeah. But, it was. But Boma, uh, right? No, I get Boma. So what I'm, I'm, what I'm wondering now is what Boma means. And you know what? Oh, the trademark is next to the Eagle. Um little tm there yeah yeah because i i i went to the dark continent once i did not have the opportunity i was kind of there by myself rich is the time i went out with richard and my wife and they were already they'd already left on the airplane to go home i was on a tdy to eglin air force base so i had an extra day and it, rather than go back to disney world i thought oh, i'll go check this place out i didn't have time i didn't ride the their monorail their suspended monorail out through the Savannah or whatever they call their thing, but uh, you know, I thought the theme park reminded me a lot of a Knott's Berry Farm. But this is really kind of cool to see. I love the old artwork from this time. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, it, I I really don't think the, the slick colors. marketing the slick marketing that's done in the brochures and stuff today. I just don't think match the artwork done in in this time. Just, just my well, it's because pictures, right? Digital photography is taking that place. But what's well, is it that or is it just nostalgia for a, a time past? I don't know. I think it's well, maybe it's a combination of both. But what I find interesting is that Anheuser Busch Busch Gardens in Tampa started in 1959. I didn't know it was that old. Uh, you're right. I when I see 1960s, I'm like, crap. And then that, that's 
rights prior to, to Disney World. And it had no emission. It was free on the, uh, free on the grounds. Uh, visitors could watch bird shows and animal acts in a tropical setting before leaving the grounds, entered a beer garden offering free bush beer to drink, hundreds of exotic birds, fully interactive bird gardens, all for free admission. Well, not remember, Knott's Berry Farm was free for a long time uh, and basically is giving people a place, uh, something to do while they're waiting to eat at the, the chicken Ch restaurant. Yeah, yeah. We, but, chicken restaurant. So in this way, people are coming here to get smashed on beer, and at the same time, they can watch animals play with do, the birds, yeah. Well, do things. No, you're going to come over here and play with the birds. And by the way, we're going to teach you about Budman and the wonders of beer. But I had <laughs> forgot all about the eagle. Now, doesn't that eagle look awfully familiar from something that was in Disneyland from about 1975 to... Yeah, yeah, you're talking America Sings. Sam the Eagle, yeah. that's what... Isn't that what Richard said? Sam the Eagle? Yeah. He did Sam say Sam the Eagle. I don't remember if they called him Sam the Eagle also. And oh, wow. I do... I, th I think it is Sam the Eagle, and if I remember... I thought I remember reading something somewhere. I think it was in one of the animation books that the Sam the Eagle logo was designed under contract for Busch Gardens by Disney animators. Well, that would have been the first time that something like that has happened because, you know, we know that that has been done before, that people have come to Disney. In fact, Disney used to try to whore them, I mean, try to sell their services to other folk. <laughs> sure. So, I mean, why not? They're why a business. Exactly. Yeah. All this kind of stuff does is make me just realize how friggin' old I am. <laughs> I forget, you know, you forget half the stuff and then you see pictures. Well, and go, I had no oh, wow. clue it was this oh, old one. You're talking about uh, you're talking about '75 and America Sings. Uh, where else was Sam the Eagle very well known for? Sam for the Olympic um, the Olympics in Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Was so well, very cool. Uh, again, back to SeaWorld. Um, you know, I I don't think they'll go away. But like you say, you hear they're they're trying to find a buyer, someone who will operate them. Will they operate as well as they are now? Will they turn into something like Snots, or they just turn into a coaster park with a bunch of other crappy uh, rides you can find anywhere, any place? Um, you know, kind of like that place in Animal Kingdom that everybody complains about. Uh, that's, I mean, that's what Knots is with a couple of roller coasters, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. It? I mean, Knots, Knots has what is that? The Chester and Hester area, which I don't find bad if you know the backstory. But if you don't know the backstory, it doesn't look very Disney. So sometimes having this really cool backstory that is lost on, say, oh, 99.8% of your guests, because they will never be DF enough or level 5 enough to know the backstory, <laughs> kind of loses its meaning. Uh, the same thing like Knott's. I mean, Knott's has really turned into a really uh, quaint uh, very rich with detail park to, you know, a load well, of crap. Another, I mean, it's just another Six Flags. All it is is just roller coasters, roller coasters, roller coasters. In places they don't even seem to belong. Yeah, I mean, it's very odd. And, and it's not like we're going to try to make an experience out of it. We're not going to try to dress no, it they, up. Yeah, they, forget the freaking... The, the last thing they tried to do with an experience, if you can even call it that, would be that... Um, Right next, to uh, right next to Montezuma's Revenge, uh, it's, a, it's a little roller coaster, and the only theming is in the queue. 
<laughs> and oh, it's kind yeah. of cool. It's it's Jag- like an Az- Jaguar. It's like an Aztec thing. Uh, short of that, that right. theming ended there, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, you know, the sad thing is I had some people come into Disneyland today, and they're going, we want just the fast rides. you got to understand, my daughter just likes Six Flags. She she doesn't like coming down here. We just need the fast rides. That's what well, wait, if they already know this, wouldn't they know where well, to go? If, yeah. Well, the, it, I don't it's, know. It's like it, asking you what, what time the 3 o'clock parade is. And people still ask that all the time, too. Huh. I don't know. You know, I'd hate to see SeaWorld fall by the way of poor management. And even over the, I got to say, over the times that Bush has had it, uh, it's not, it's seen its better days at times. It's had some ups and downs. And I don't really remember the history. For some reason, I was thinking Bush did not always own SeaWorld, that they started off no, separately. No. I, think, I can't remember. Yeah. You think what? You think they always were? No, no, I think you're right. I think that Bush bought SeaWorld. Yeah, Bush bought SeaWorld back in, was it the, like the 80s? Right after they were, uh, when they were building up their stuff over here in Van Nuys, or maybe the 70s, I guess. I don't know. But I remember something about SeaWorld being something separate. Uh, you know, I just found something interesting. Uh, so, Mike, you were right. SeaWorld of Ohio history I found here on a website. So there was one in Ohio. And I thought I'd heard there was one up north. Um, I say, there's a list here. It says something about Anheuser-Busch Company made an offer to purchase the SeaWorld parks. Um, so, yes. So uh, it sounds like uh, this HBJ also owned and operated two other parks, Cypress Gardens and Boardwalk Baseball. And out of fear of being able uh, to find a buyer for the two parks, uh, HJB refused to sell the parks individually. Uh, so, I remember Boardwalk and Baseballs, uh, and that, uh, I don't. I, I know Cypress Gardens. I don't remember Boardwalk and Baseball. That, I don't remember that either. Yeah, I remember when uh, I remember our first trip, Greg, to. Uh, Walt Disney World in Excuse Florida. Me. Your first trip. I had already been there twice correct but i'm saying the trip i went on yes my first trip the first trip that you and i went together okay <laughs> screw it forget it um i remember the commercials coming on for boardwalk and baseballs and i'm trying to figure out what the heck was this that they were talking about and then later on found out that it was an amusement park it called boardwalk and baseballs I, I the commercials recall, were playing on the uh, tv while we were there all right, I, I don't, I I don't recall, but it doesn't sound like the previous owner, which is Harcott Brace Junovic Inc. H- they HBJ, purchased yeah. the company in 1976, so they were not the first ones either. It doesn't sound like. Um, now that's just talking about you know uh, that and uh, there's something here about oh let's see Six Flags Anheuser Busch sold Ohio Park to Six Flags. Um, in 2001 so there that kind of um covers some of that and then talks about cedar fair renaming one of these parks that i mean it sounds like there's a real small world of who owns all this crap and it's not there's not a whole lot of folks out there no i mean it takes a lot of capital a lot of you know i mean i remember the six flags to me other than the local one my only memory of six flags is what i saw on the on the brady bunch (laughs) <laughs> that's right really? that was king's 
that was King's King. Dominion. Yeah, the one with the yeah, Eiffel yeah, Tower. Was, yeah. Was that even uh, Six Flags there? Well, uh, I don't think it was then, but it might be now. I'm not sure. I had no idea Cedar Fair was even on the map until yeah. they bought Knots. And then now I hear there's back east there are a few other Cedar Fair properties. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't have wouldn't have known. So, I mean, I like SeaWorld. I don't get there as much as I would like to. And right now they're having that, you know, buy buy one, come back for the rest of the year deal, which, you know, you it's worth it. If you're going to make the trip, might as well go and, and do it. And, you, you know, if you get back, great. I, I'd like to go down there. I just haven't got around to doing it. It's not that far away. I just, yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't. Um, it's like spur of the moment. I don't run down there like I'd run to Disneyland because it's a little further to go. Um, I, I don't know. Here you go. SeaWorld San Diego was founded in 1964 by fraternity brothers from the University of California, Los Angeles. That'd be UCLA for those who don't understand that. Nope. Um, Ed, Ken Norris, David Dermott, and George Millay. Originally planned as an underwater restaurant, the concept grew into the idea of a marine zoological park on 22 acres along Mission Bay. With an initial investment of $1.5 million, 45 employees, several dolphins, sea lions, and two seawater aquariums, SeaWorld drew more than 400,000 visitors its first year. Clear indication of the public's curiosity and fascination for marine animals. Well, there you go. Interesting. Yeah. It's on here about them expanding to Aurora, Ohio. Yep, there's that Ohio one we we're talking about. The third one was in Orlando, Florida in 73. And, and the became, largest in San Antonio. That's interesting. It became, the Ohio site became very difficult to maintain, especially with the harsh winter climate. And it was only open from mid-May until mid-September. Yeah, you know, you got to wonder about theme parks. And I've wondered this about, you know, when Disney went to Paris and the snow issues. And the same thing in, in uh, Tokyo. We like how are they going to operate in that kind of weather? But they, they've managed to do it, uh, but I've always wondered about that because you don't hear of a lot of, you know, amusement parks in Podunk in Minnesota or, you know. Yeah, you, there's one. It's indoors. <laughs> the Mall of America Mall of thing? America? Yeah. yeah. Mall of America, yeah. But it's not just a couple roller coasters or something. It's not really a, a theme park per se, is it? Uh, I, I would consider it a theme park. It's Snoopy's freaking, what do they call it? Camp Snoopy. Camp Snoopy, yeah, thank you. Not Camp Snoopy. Yeah, but there's like a I, little kitty area inside the super mall where you can find, you know, like five or six uh, uh, of the same store throughout the whole it's, thing. I don't, it's a pretty I big say, place, and it's got... I would like, say it's better than the Adventure Dome over at Circus Circus. Oh, okay. All right, but... That's okay. you know that's just an unfair comparison. That thing is such a joke. <laughs> by the by the way, Matt from PA, when I visited him out in his home state of Pennsylvania, uh, right outside of um, la 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 la, where George Washington spent the winter in Valley Forge, uh, we went to have something to eat really close to a mall that I want to say King of Prussia. Yes, that he is saying that they are saying is larger than the Mall of America or there is argument about, you know, how you count the square footage versus or the park. You know, that this thing is huge, just like Mall of America. Yeah, I don't think there's amusement parks and stuff in it. But, you know, like people come um, there are soci societies, if you will, who 
compare the sizes of skyscrapers. And they'll say, well, this one's taller than this, but this one has a higher uh, occupied floor. This one is higher only because of the, the Big antenna, antenna on, top. on top of it. Yeah, so, yeah. so they go through all these things. Well, this Mall of America thing being the largest versus this one. Um, and Matt would have, we should have Matt on the show to talk about. Well, you know, I think part of the argument like would be sometimes. that Mall of America also has apartment complexes to it. Kind of like the old city used to be over here in Orange. Oh, I don't, where, I don't know. We haven't had Matt. Have we ever had Matt on the show? Is Matt, Matt no. Frumpa no. on the show? I, we no. need to get Frumpa on the show. Okay. Just for, you know, shits and giggles. I, I don't even care if we talk about Disney, but he's a he's a big, big, you know, follower of the show. I don't want to say fan. It sounds creepy. But, you know, he's a good guy. He comes out to all the DPN events. Um, it, it, it'd be fun to have on the show, and then we can hit him up about this whole uh, uh, Mall of America versus this King of Prussia Mall. So, uh, anyways, <coughs> that that SeaWorld thing I find very interesting because I had forgotten some of this. Now, I've been to San Antonio, unfortunately. Well, not unfortunately, but it was at the time I was in basic training, so we didn't have a chance to you know run out to SeaWorld on the weekend they, or anything. They didn't uh, <laughs> give you any kind of time off when? Uh... Uh, we had very little time off. Our time off was, you know, confined to the base because, of course, we in basic training, they don't want you to run off going, what the hell did I do? <laughs> um, <laughs> we, because I was in the drum and bugle corps for basic training, we did get to do a few extra things. Like we went to a um, Spurs game and we went to some concert. It was during Christmas time. So there's also the, the whole keep the morale up because people off themselves during uh, holiday periods when they're away from their, their loved ones yeah, in basic yeah. training. I guess. I guess this is a pretty common thing across the services where uh, people come to become depressed when they're away from their family, some, most of the time for the first time in their lives, and, in a stressful situation like basic training. And I've got to say, I, I, I can almost, I'm sure you will guarantee me, and I, I will agree that the Air Force basic training is pretty light compared to most of the other armed services, if not all of them. I think so. Um, but, you know, for someone who's lived at home all their life and maybe has not been that uh, physical fit or really into the whole, you know, your toothbrush must lay with the bristles to the east, uh, facing up and, you know, all, you know, your underwear must be folded in a six inch square with the certain folds up all that just bullshit. It all is bullshit. Our captain one day says, you know, this is all bullshit because when you get to your base, you can roll up your socks, you can throw them, you know, whatever the hell you want, but just get the idea that we're just trying to, you know, ingrain some discipline in you and some, we want to know that you have the ability to follow directions because if I'm flying on a plane, I'm sure hoping that when you read that thing that says put 120 pounds pressure to put that bolt on that you have done what it said. Yeah, yeah. So this, you know, this is all that kind of just ingraining type of thing, right? You know, jump how high. That's, that's all they want you to do. It's really basic stuff, but people fight the system just because they, they I guess they feel they the can't need. grasp the concept of being a... And it's so simple. Don't be in the front of the line. Don't be in the back of the line. Blend in. That's the base. <laughs> that's the best advice I have for basic training. Don't volunteer. That's right. Don't be in the back. Don't be the first out of uh, mess. And don't, don't be, be the, the last. first yeah, in yeah. mess. It, be the last. Yeah. You know, we have all tables. those planning to go. You know, <laughs> join the armed services. Listen well here. <laughs> you know, we we set four to a table. You go through the mess line. Uh, we had to drink two glasses of water before you could have soda or anything else. Even in, we were there in dead of winter, but you still can get dehydrated. If you were the last one out of the table, you had to clear the table. 
Well, I was never done last, I guarantee you. <laughs> and I was never done first either because there was something wrong with that, you know. And then you had the snake pit of, of, of NCOs because he had like two entrances into these huge dining rooms uh, from both sides of the building. And in the middle was the snake pit where all the NCOs. So if you had to get ice cream or a dessert, you had to stand up where you might be observed. So if someone else was brave enough to run for the ice cream, hey, uh, pick me up one of those, would you? He's <laughs> <laughs> you know, my middle make, finger. Yeah. No way. Get your own. <laughs> don't make eye contact with the snake pit. Stay as far away as you can and just don't be seen. I mean, you blend in. That's the, the best advice I could ever give you. And if somebody's standing next to you and he's asked, why are, you, why are you here? Hope they don't say they're on vacation. It's really hard not to laugh when some dumb shit next to you <laughs> says they're on vacation. Be <laughs> because he attracted NCOs like flies on shit. I mean, it, and I'm like, okay, do I step out of the way? No, they'll yell at you for stepping out of the way. If I stay there and they bump into you, they'll yell at you for not stepping out of the way. That's right. So at some point, you've just got to say, oh, hell, just, you know, yeah, you hope it doesn't go ready. too bad. Yeah. I can look back at it now with a, a lot of affection of a great time in my life. But at the time, I thought, what the yeah, frick well, did I do yeah. here, you know? Was I fracking stupid? What were the gods thinking? Oh my god! <laughs> fun times, though, to look back on. I, oh god, I think I'd love to have been a, a TI. That that sounds like a lot of fun. You know, get all the aggressions out of what you had to go through uh, on somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, Damn. Talked enough about SeaWorld. I yeah, I, I'm just hoping SeaWorld does well because I think SeaWorld is a um, a great thing that nobody really else. No, nobody does well. I mean, like I say, as far as we can think, Marine Land, and I think it's in v uh, Vallejo now, uh, I'm going to look it up, is the only other w water marine park that I personally know of. There might be other ones besides well, the... Well, there's Marine... No, wait, wait. Is it Marine World? Wait, which was which is the one that was down here that closed? That was Marine Land. Marine Land. So it's Marine World up in Vallejo then. Uh, it might be. I'm searching just Marine Land here, and it, I'm not coming up with anything. So it might be Marine World. Uh, yeah, and it, it used to be like Marine something, and like I said, they had the animals too. Africa, uh, USA. Or, yeah, yeah. Africa, USA. Yeah, and I, I want to say that it actually physically moved, but that might be more in my mind from way back then because we, we were up at um, – uh, I, I would see the signs when we were around Great America. And I, th I think Great America used to be a Paramount Park. I want to say that they might be Cedar Flags or Six Flags now. I'm not sure. Um, and for anyone that wants to know whatever happened to the land that Marine Land was built on, it became a movie set. You saw it in right. the first Pirates film. You saw it in the uh, remake of Fun with Dick and Jane. The uh, house okay, that, what, they, that they lived at. Oh, okay, you say movie set, uh, and I'm saying you're saying that a little facetiously. There were houses built around there. What was it in the Pirates? There's a courtyard, uh, the courtyard by the ocean where right, the swan where, falls to the sea. I thought, yeah. okay, so it's not all. I, I was under the understanding all that had been torn down now. It's Some of the building is still there then. No, that was, that. Oh. that's, oh, everything was torn down, and they built that set there. So oh, okay. They they, the, oh, and that stuff was torn down, and the uh, all the housing that you saw for uh, that uh, um, 
Jim Carrey and Tia Leone lived in in Fun with Dick and Jane, that was just all facade houses that they built that whole neighborhood on that same track of property there. I understand now they just opened or they're getting in the re process of opening up some new super housing resort development that you have to have like $10 million to even be considered to purchase into it. But that's only one small part of the property. The other part of the property is still being used uh, for build them up, tear them down, movie sets when you need to have that ocean view. Huh, interesting. Huh. I, I know that that park had some operational problems towards the end. I, I remember going. In fact, I, odd things you remember from your childhood, but you know they had one of those um, uh, tanks similar to SeaWorld where you could go below to see the whales that were swimming around, yeah, they, right? They had those well, huge tanks that you can that the whole ramp was walking around that tank that you can see inside the tank from the bottom all the way up to the top. We're walking around there, and I mean there couldn't be more than hundred people in the whole park. It was deserted, but they've got a Robbie the robot down there. They've got a robot from Lost in Space. You know, it's like what the hell are these things doing down in these tanks? It was just uh, they were suffering really bad. The place looked like uh, crap. It was falling apart. Oh yeah, it was it was terrible. It, it, I mean. It, it kind of remember that that first whale movie where his fin was bent over and all the people. Free Willy. Yeah, for, it kind of reminds you that crappy. Party. I can't say that without laughing. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I, yeah, I, I I can only imagine why. I mean, can you explain that to me? Yeah, no. uh, <laughs> well, of course. You re, do you remember who worked at Marine? Oh, crap. Who uh, worked at Marine Land? Uh, those last few years? No. Mr. Stanley. I didn't even think it was still open when we were in high school, but, you know, I... In college. He did it when, as a college intern program over there. Really? Hmm. Really. It looks like that park we were speaking of could possibly, even though this page didn't link to it, uh, called... Whatever was it again... Waterworld USA in Concord, an exciting water. Nope, oh, I'm sorry, that's the wrong one. And that was a Six Flags thing. I did find it here, and then it went away. Uh, there are so many good things to do in Northern California, though. It's it's uh, all kinds of good fun stuff. Anyways, I don't know. Um, I'd like to find out what that freaking park is, but I can't find it right now. Which park? Uh, the the one up Northern California, because I know it's still there. I just don't know the name of it. It's. The Sea World like it's not Marine World. You didn't do Marine World. I, I did Marine World and I didn't find it. So, you know, like I say, doing research on air. Ah, is, come on, uh, it's fun. I think we need to do another poker show. I know you suggest you said that last time. <laughs> I'm not against it. I'm just I'm just fairly certain the listeners <laughs> are. Hey, screw the listeners, right? It's our show. <laughs> hey, it's called it's called Six Flags Discovery Kingdom. Six really? Flags Discovery Kingdom. Vallejo in the San Francisco Bay Area. Oh, I see. Yeah, Six Flags Marine World. There it goes. All right. Huh. So there you and go. it's yeah. So I was right. It's, I was in the right city area, but I I didn't find. So Six Flags now owns it. That's interesting. Animals. What kind of animals do we have well, here? There's a picture okay. of a white tiger swimming. Your typical touchy-feely dolphin show. You got your typical whale. Now, who was it? Somebody, I thought some smart-ass punk kid was telling me one day that these shamus that they have are not really whales. They're, 
something. I, you know, when you get into the technicality of species and genomes and all that, I'm like, I don't know. They say it's, it looks like a whale to me, okay? So maybe, you know, they've got that. There's another black and white, what they call a whale that you see in some of the shows that I think is a is a dolphin or something, but it, it, yeah, it's not. I remember not, that it's it's too. not the, the the you know the Shamu type. Um, uh, yeah, their argument that it's not a real whale; it's closer to the to the dolphin than a whale. It doesn't have the baleen like your big whales do, uh, because it has teeth. Uh, whales have the baleen that they get the krill and the shrimp out of the ocean. What's to eat? And it's like I don't know. It's bigger than me. I'll call it a whale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh well, you know, everybody's got an argument for something. So I, all I know is they're entertaining to watch jump around. In fact, you know, if I was to give someone advice to go to SeaWorld San Diego, I would say skip the daytime whale show. Just don't even worry about it. In fact, that tiger. Somebody sent me an email of how brave someone is and all these things that is brave. And right at the very end of it, it says, no, this is brave. And it shows like a white tiger like that or some kind of young tiger. Uh-huh. Uh, not, and then it shows a dog doing what a dog does inside the pen. Like it had jumped into the pen with this uh, adolescent tiger uh-huh. that, that wasn't small. Okay, it wasn't a full adult, but it wasn't a baby doing what dogs do. You know, <sighs> Being, yeah, yeah. They were saying, Bruce. no, this is bravery. <laughs> No kidding. But anyways, back back to SeaWorld. I would say skip the show. If you've seen any of them on TV, they're going to have some little kid sit on the whale. My kid was offered once, and she turned it down. We could have killed her. It's like that one-in-a-lifetime opportunity to get your pic- your kid's picture on a killer whale that would be snack time, right? Yeah, that's um, right. So she, she said no. So you got that typical show where they do that. They, they have the whale jump and kiss somebody. They have them throw people around. Uh, it's your typical show. They wave, they they splash water on you, la la, big deal. The nighttime show, though, when they have the, these big jumbotrons, they basically bring not just one Shamu, but all his brothers and sisters and inbred cousins out into the water, uh, and they do you know quite a few. I forget how many they actually bring out, but it's just a big light show and call it dancing whales because there is no watch him jump through the hoop. Watch him push Joe up and push him out into the thing. Watch him catch. You know, it's not that. It's just a series of jumps and splashes themed in time to the music with the big jumbotrons going. It's a much better show than the daytime typical crap you're going to see at any of these water parks. And I don't know if they have that in Florida because I've never been to the SeaWorld in Florida, but it's a great show at SeaWorld. All right. Have you, have you ever seen it? No. No, I, I last time been, I in the SeaWorld was, shoot, probably <coughs> seven, eight years ago. Well, me too, but they were, I think they still, I'm actually, I'm positive they still operate a show of that type. Maybe not the same show they, I saw. They had, they were just starting the nighttime show the last time I was there that I can remember. Um, but we didn't stay long enough for the show because we came back up before it got too dark. Oh, it can't yeah. be out after dark? No, it was it was some. Yeah, group. okay, whatever. Scouts, whatever. Game. Uh, okay. All right, so let's move on to our exciting announcement since we've beat these two subjects yeah. uh, to a bloody pulp. It was pretty bad. Um, yeah, unrecognizable now. We would like you to send to us any Disney urban legend, anything that is remotely Disney related. I mean, it could be 
what what's that thing with uh, Kevin Bacon? Six degrees. Six degrees. Yeah. yeah. Well, so it could be it could be six degrees Disney urban legend or anything rumor, that, rumor or, or innuendo, anything. Or myth. Yeah, myth and any and all of the above. We are announcing the establishment of Mousebusters, and we will be putting all these to the test, and we will either bust or prove these myths, myths, urban legends, stories, hearsay. True or false? They will either be busted or they will be proven. Well, oh, there's plausible, right? There's the there's the one that they can't do either way. Sure, sure, we could we could have a plausible, or as That's... Walt would say, the plausible deniability. Right? Okay. That's how we explain you know, what things possible. Oh, maybe the plausible possible, right? Well, the way the cartoons do certain things, it's it's the plausible possible. You could plausible you could possible. believe that, yes. So we yeah, could have that also. It's so, uh. Yeah, it's deniability. That's the political thing that you want yeah, to be able yeah. to say. You Plausible know deniability. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling Obama's doing a lot of that now because people just tell him things in that way or don't tell him things. Hey, by the way, while, while we're on just a little, because I'm making a little fun of our new press, okay. um, have you guys been watching 24? No. no. You're not a 24 fan? Neither one of you? Not especially, no. I, I kind it? of lost interest after the third season. That's interesting. Anyways... Especially we, when they, pre- they killed off uh, David, uh, old, the original president. That was season two, like, second show. No, that uh, was like the season, second see show. See there, he's done with it because of that. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, the, the, there's a female president now. Short hair. She's actually a very good actress. I don't know her name, but she's been in many M. Night Shyamalan uh, movies. She was the sheriff in... Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, signs, for example. Right. Oh yeah, she yeah. plays Matt Damon's mom in the, the Ocean's movies. Matt Damon. Yeah. Hi, Matt Damon. <laughs> uh, yeah. Exactly. Well, I wonder, because remember, Twenty Four took a whole season off. It's almost been a year and a half since we had Twenty Four because of the writer strike. But it was in production. I'm not sure if it was in pre-production if they actually started filming but once the strike was over they figured they they couldn't make a season out of it or couldn't keep it together whatever so i'm wondering do you think uh, there is a possibility that at this time obama wasn't necessarily the front runner and there was still a lot of hillary love if the reason they're doing a female president could have been in part hollywood's kind of thought of putting in your mind that you could have a tough female president, which I actually do believe. Um, it's just not but it, the timing seems like it would have been really well to work in uh, advantage to someone like Hillary running. I, I don't know. You you still had. Uh, I might be really reaching here, but you know. You still had Gina Davis's uh, tel- oh, short-lived right. television series well, two seasons ago, where she was a. F- the first, she was the vice okay, president, okay. suddenly but, became president. Right, but that wasn't during election season. No, it was not. It wasn't, but it was one of the last uh, big. Right, but I'm, say, I'm putting catchers that came out okay. prior. Yeah, I'm putting to the something in election season, just like you know when when Arnold ran here in California, any of his shows that they had scheduled to be on were pulled. They couldn't show any. Oh, same thing uh, with Ronald. 
Well, that that was a national stage, though. This is on a state level. They still couldn't do it. And when I mentioned that to somebody else, they're like, oh, uh, uh, really? They can do that at a state level? Uh, it's equal yeah, time. Uh, well, we'll have to get into that in political gestures. The whole fairness doctrine may uh, create some very interesting uh, um, potential problems. Uh, but anyways, that's another show, another right. topic. So send so us. Mouse bus, send, if you have a rumor, an urban legend you want uh, proved or disproved, send it, send it to us. We'll get right on it. <laughs> as quickly as quickly as we got on these emails. No. Yeah. I was going to say, hopefully a little faster than these emails. Well, what we'll try to do is devote either a segment or portion of our show or an entire show if we have enough stuff. But if we get have. enough, it might be good to just do maybe a shorter bullshit session on whatever we're talking about, uh, rein it into maybe 45 minutes an hour, and then mouse bust for the last half hour or so. Sounds like well, a good idea. Because we have a collective experience of a, over <laughs> 10, <laughs> the, 20. The, the, the Mythbusters do it. These guys have over 50 Between years. Between the two of them, they have over 30 years. Don't of, try yeah. this at home. Don't Ever. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we may have to put those disclaimers. Who would you call professionals? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, we are professionals. Yeah. We've all worked there. <laughs> You've never worked in the private sector. Uh, they expect results. <laughs> all right. So uh, in addition to myths, uh, blunders, th shots, thoughts, uh, don't forget any show idea you might have, send our way. Check out our new website that Mike has put together. It looks very good. Uh, get our Get our shows there. MiceCast.com. You can stream from there now. Nice there, too. Yeah, you can do a lot of things from there. So uh, try it. Check it out. Let us know. Uh, don't forget, stop by iTunes if you haven't already done so. Couldn't hurt to have a, a new review there. I think it's been a while since we had a review. Yeah. yeah. And any Westfest announcements you want to make there? Uh, thank you, Richard. Great segue. Oh, and uh, yeah. Far be it for me to forget that, but I did. Yeah, Westfest coming up April uh, 30th and 31st, May 1st and 2nd at the Disneyland Resort, the one and only original uh, place to call original. Disney home. Uh, someone's coming in my studio. I'm trying to see what they're up to. Yes? Laundry. No, just wandering in to say goodnight probably. Oh, that was probably nice. Picking up oh, some laundry. Um, <clears throat> tentative schedule for Westfest should be out within about a week. Yep. That's tentative. Okay. It won't be finalized. Um, so, yeah, be there. Uh, plan, get your hotels now before they book up or get more expensive. And uh, quite a cadre of uh, usual suspects. podcasters will be there. And, you know, yeah. we will have our second annual Rabble Rousers. I don't know if we have anything special planned other than rousing the Rabble. But uh, once again, Aussie John will sponsor that event for us at the beer cart. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, J John's favorite the place. Beer, the beer cart and not the corn dog castle. Uh, no. Yeah, we got we to keep him away from that. <laughs> but if he goodness. gets enough beer, he may be over. <laughs> Thank <laughs> goodness it's the beer cart and not the corn dog castle. <laughs> yes, because we don't want to see I'm that about display that. again. <laughs> he, needs to leave uh, that. he needs to leave that down under. Yes. 
This show has been ripe of uh, of a lot of things. All right, so uh, so you ready to wrap it up there, Greg? I was gonna say for Mike Richard and uh, Shaft. Um, Mike Richard and Shaft. Okay. Yes. We Shaft and me, all of us. Uh, good night. Good night. Good night. Vanity.